Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. A few weeks back, I threw some quickfire questions at Kane. I also answered them, but he answered them primarily. He has a few for me. Um, so don't expect a particularly serious episode. Um, it's a couple of days till we go on holiday and we need to get a load of content out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> go on, hit me. What's your favourite podcast? Mine is called The Square Ball. It's a podcast about Leeds United because I support Leeds United and they upload a few times a week, usually match reviews, looking forward to the game at the weekend. So, you know, I talk about doing evergreen content. My favourite one is completely opposite. It's a timely podcast. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's my favourite one, the one I listen to the most. Do they have a sponsor? Yes, a few. Go on. Um, solicitors. A local one. In yeah. Leeds. In Leeds. Great idea. Uh, Astonish sponsor them as well, which is a local... Like cleaning brand, they also sponsor Legion United Football Club, like on the T-shirt, or they did last year, I think. Um, so a couple of local companies. So that's interesting, right? So it's not evergreen, fine. So it doesn't fit the bill of everything we talk about. But we have been speaking more about hyperlocal podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's such a good idea. One, who do you market to? Everybody in that city, and you know, losers hours away that support the team for whatever reason. Yep. <laughs> and then it's so it's like who wants to sponsor that company? You don't even have to think hard. You just go door to door down the high street. Yeah, and you think what are the things we say about approaching sponsors? People with high profit margins, high <laughs> solicitors. Cost, yeah, exactly. <laughs> solicitors, <laughs> cost per client acquisition, and then lifetime value of clients. Solicitors fit all of those brackets of people pay them a lot of money. We're talk about lifetime value. They've got death time values. Like, oh, I pay a solicitor to do a will. Oh, uh, oh, oh the, you're dead now. The, these are, More money, please. These guys um, specialise in wills, actually. Oh, they're that's 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 sponsor. And they start every episode by like talking about it, being like, so what... I forget the name of the solicitors. I'm not very good consumer, clearly. But uh, they'll talk about what they do. So like, what's your favourite service that they provide? Um, and oh, what was it? Recently, there was a, an, ep- an episode they'd done after one of the players for Leeds was refusing to play. Um and then they went into it and it was like divorce, like when uh, when someone's leaving or like when someone's refusing to do and like related nice. it to something happening at the club. I was like, that's cool. Okay. What's your least favorite or what's your biggest bugbear with podcasters? I think it's very annoying when people speak very, very monotone in the same voice all the way through. Um, and then be like, why don't I get many listeners? And then you listen to it and you're like, well, sound like you want to be there. That's kind of annoying. People who always ask for advice but never take any of it. Oh, yeah. That's so, such like, a good one. they ask the same question all the time. How do I market my podcast or how do I make money from it? And you can sit there for 45 minutes and give them a whole plan or in a launch plan. I've done it a few times. Like, I've sat down with people for like an hour to help them launch using our launch plan, which we know gets shows to number one if done correctly. And they don't do any of it. And you're like, well, you've wasted my time now. Mm. Yeah. Rob Moore has got the quote to know and not to do is not to know. And I really like that. Until you actually, like, you can spend all the time, like, listening to the courses, doing the research, and, like, feeling productive because you're, like, listening, but actually go and do the thing, and then you might actually get some results. Yeah, I mean, there's people, I was here, I've been here, what, nearly two years now, and there's people I was originally speaking to about what we do, and out of the people that haven't joined us, I would be willing to bet a lot of them are still, like, yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking Planning of starting. Stage. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. What's your dream guest for this show? Hmm. If you say Leeds United. No, no, no. Well, uh, someone I approached recently um, because I like their short, short 
um, short form content. Steve Varsana, you know, the jet geezer, the jet business oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I messaged him on LinkedIn. Like he looked at it, he didn't reply to me. <laughs> but I thought that would have been a great guest. Um, I mean, a dream guest would be someone like Alex or Mosey, right? He'd be cool. But I feel like Steve Varsana is a bit more achievable than that. Do you know who I really want to interview? Yeah. Young Jamie from Joe Rogan. I would think um, I'd have a more interesting conversation with him about content and podcasting and stuff than Joe. Yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, Joe would put better numbers, so that what I suppose. Yeah, but, yeah, this is true. But yeah, that's mine, sort of a bit of a rogue one, but I'd quite like that. The Jet one's a bit of a rogue one as well, but I do like it. It is rogue, but he's like, he just smashes it. And also, like, I'd love to have a private jet, so maybe we could... I would love for you to have a private jet as well. <laughs> so you could just sit in it. If I didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that would be a cool guest. What's your goals and plans for this show? Uh, more people to tell me they're flabbergasted when they meet me. I've had... More? More. I've had multiple people be multiple. like... Multiple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> was one your mum? <laughs> no. Um, well, I was at a, a networking event the other day and someone came up to me and was like, I saw you on Instagram. It was the second time I've been to this event. And they was like, I saw, I saw you, recognise the voice, recognise what you look like. And I spent the whole day trying to think where I knew you from. Was it one of my clips? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, and then... And then saw and then figured out it was me. Um, when I go to a lot of events, people are like, "Oh, you you have legs." I'm used to seeing you. Someone told me the other day they uh, they dream of me um, because they see me on LinkedIn all the time. So my goal is just for that to have more people that are like, "Oh my god, it's you!" Make me feel famous. You want your ego stroked? Yes. That's more of a personal goal than the goal for this show. Oh yeah. But... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Let's just talk about you if you want. Actually, uh, a goal for this show would be. To just have loads of people constantly asking me to help them and with their credit card details attached. Yeah, that, that I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can message either of us on Instagram or LinkedIn. Link, link down below. Interestingly, though, they can get help for free. All you have to do is hit follow on the show. Mm. Twice a week, we're here for free. Yeah. Every week. Without fail. If you click follow, you get told when we're here. That is clever, which means basically I'm with you all the time. Yeah, yeah. Ash will be with you in your dreams. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. And you'll be with him in the nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, go follow the show. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Uh, Quite a few of you have recently. So if you haven't, you're one of the odd ones out and people are sheep. So follow the show. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Imagine being one of the ones that didn't follow. Childish, really. I know. What's your favorite way to monetize a podcast? I like the concept of like out of the way partnerships and things. Like maybe you get investment in your company from something that you wouldn't expect. Anything like that's cool. Speaking gigs is cool. If someone's approached you and be like, hey, I love your podcast. You want to speak to hundreds of people for thousands of pounds? That like, one's like more cool. common than people think. It I mean, is. It does make sense. So we've had, you know, Alex on who, who helps us with our three day training. He spent years in america doing like massive corporate events for like google and big like tech companies and he would have to book speakers and a lot of these like event managers have to book speakers and where else would you go than straight to podcasting so oh what are they like speaking for an hour do they have interesting topics are they well connected do they have a big following great just go straight to podcasting cuts out all of the hard work of like ringing people up and whatever so that actually happens more often I think that's probably in the top, definitely top five, maybe top three ways most people I've worked with have monetized their show in one way. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, going back to the previous question, I wanted to flip it to you. I forgot what the question is now. What was it? What was the question? Not, how, not your favourite race montage. What was the one before? How to grow. Oh no, no plans. Plan. Yeah, what's your goals and plans for this Can podcast? I just talk about my biggest bugbear? It's just stupid podcast host with terrible memory. <laughs> I've got a question for you what was my question again? yeah uh, don't do it. what uh, would be my goal um, so one thing we're doing planning at the moment is I'm not going to spoil it but completely new type of content that's going to be mostly hosted on YouTube and I'm coming up close to a hundred posts on social from the clips so um you know you mentioned hormozy he has like a hundred actions uh, sort of like a test for himself you know i'd do something for a hundred days straight so that's what i've planned doing it and you know zane has helped so we're taking clips from social from this podcast post on social media every single day without fail on every channel and i think we're maybe on maybe 90 or so approaching 100 so that that'd be interesting then we'll take that to the next level once we've sort of tracked 100 days worth of data and i want to try this new content on youtube and then maybe even do some writing and some longer form written content as well i just want to sounds like a really good idea seeing you should dyslexic yeah you you know ai transcribed podcasts all good at least it will sound authentic yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll kind of edit it and make it sound like worse <laughs> doesn't read as well but it's me <laughs> sprinkle a little bit of dyslexia in there. <laughs> seasoned with salt pepper dyslexia wow that's not very nice is it? <laughs> but i think for me it's just growing the presence on every platform and seeing what doors open so i'm really inspired by think media think media if you don't haven't seen them go check out their youtube channel they do some really good content and they've recently just done a in-person event they paid over, over 900 grand in speaker fees. They had Gary Vee, they had Alex Hormozzi, they had somebody else who might have been Mr. Beast, and a couple of other people. And the guy, the geezer who owns it, basically said, like, ticket sales alone covered the cost of the speaker. So it's really big. He's done really well. He's got millions of subscribers. been doing sort of the content about content for quite a while. And I really like what he's achieved just because of the cool things you can do with that once you've got a bigger following. And I think... We always say being broad is a luxury. You start niche and over time you can sort of get to a, a wider audience. So I think over the next year or two, I'd like to move towards that and get a wider audience and do just cool shit, like massive in-person events. Based on that, question for you actually. If we had to rename the show right now, what would you rename it to? Would you still keep it podcast specific, or would you not now? Now look oh, to well, go a bit with this size, this audience. It, right now, we're 120 uh, what, something no, episodes into talking about. Currently, podcasting. I'd keep it the same. No, you don't think you'd branch out into more content? Not yet. Not yet. I think need still. There's a lot more we can do with this in this niche before I need to move, before we can go broader. Like I, I feel like. There's more we can do on each platform and sort of infiltrate different regions, like especially America. There's more we can do before I get to that point. So I really like this niche. I, I, I feel like I don't need to change it. So fast forward to when you do feel like it would be a good time to change, then what would you rename the podcast? I don't know, because it depends on what you're targeting. Like, so we say, right, name podcast, two to four words, does what it says on the tin, your ideal listener, who could be like a complete moron like you. And they'll be like, oh, I, I read that title. 
<laughs> the fuck are you laughing at, Zane? <laughs> we we got hear him fucking <laughs> giggling back there. <laughs> Those sly dicks. Yeah. Uh, you know, they should be able to read the title and be like, okay, I know what I'm getting from this. And I still think that's true. Even as you do get bigger. So I think I'd need to know the direction of who we're targeting, both commercially and trying to capture into our community before I could name it. I think what we do at the moment is it's obviously about podcasting, but more specifically podcasting with a purpose to usually monetize or get leads or build a brand, right? Purposeful podcasting. That could be a good name. Um, if we were to expand into content more generally, so incorporating written content, incorporating video a bit more that isn't just podcast related, maybe something like content into cash flow. Nice. That's that's my first thoughts, but yeah, something with I, the word I, content I, in it and impl- and like I've literally the goal. A course called that. Yeah, that's probably why it was the first thing that came to my head. It's a great name. Well done. Yeah, See, not bad for a dyslexic. Eh? Oh, wait, I'm not dyslexic. No, me. Oh. I've already written that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you so much. <laughs> How dare you? I can read. Um, she can't speak. Yeah, that's that's fair. What's that called? Don't. No, I won't. I think there's uh, there's lines. There's lines. <laughs> you can't repurpose those clips. Like the uh, lines in the middle of the road when you're going to pull over and follow the show. No, don't pull over. Just oh, follow or the show. Fo- the lines into the fast lane. You might. Yeah, exactly. You might have a passenger ask them to hit follow, right. and then do it on their phone as well. Mm-hmm. At your phone. Go to a phone shop, buy a new phone, and hit follow. And ask boss man behind the counter to follow as well. Yeah, <laughs> and all the phones on display. Follow, all, follow of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> is that so hard? Is that glitch? Is that too much to ask somebody? Uh, no, not at all. Not the slightest. What do you think the biggest opportunity is for podcasters in the next year? Live events seems pretty cool. They seem to be growing quite a bit. If you can get a half decent audience because podcasting is the biggest online. Most sorry is the most loyal online audience. They're the most likely of any audience to come to a live show. So I feel like live shows are a great opportunity um, for the coming year and. Just video presence as well, presence on other channels through like TikTok, Instagram, becoming influencers essentially, um, depending on your content and hosting style. Like you look at Bobby, I can't remember her full name, but the, I think she just goes by Bobby, the the uh, one that interviewed Drake, the really yeah. awkward girl, and she's just interviewing every rapper out there now. And it's yeah. like she's doing it because she's got a really dry sense of humor, like a really. It's a great USB though. Yeah, she speak, she interviews them like she doesn't want to be there, whereas everyone usually like, oh my god, Drake, like yeah, fan fanboy. You know she's the opposite. Who's um the girl that does chicken? Chicken, shop? yeah, yeah. I saw I saw something about her the other day. She's done the exact same thing. Yeah, basically, just not as a podcast, and it works great. Well, because, basically, is a po- it's on YouTube, but it's you know a twenty minute interview, half an hour interview. Yeah, long it essentially, form. is isn't it? And um, she owns the media company as well. Oh, does she? She's worth a mint now it's smart because no one ever speaks to famous people like they're talking down to them mm. it's always the opposite yeah so when you make it seem like the famous person's trying to get their attention yeah it's novel it's fun for them as well absolutely yeah um well i'm bored of you now so that's the episode that was that was nice thanks you only held abuse at me like four times till next time bye bye